Hello, Pennington AG Church. This is Pastor Brian, and you are listening to the Pennington AG Devotional Podcast. Throughout Lent, each of our Thursday devotionals will be related to this season from the words of Jesus. As a reminder, we will be fasting every Wednesday from 6 p.m. to Thursday night at 6 p.m., with an in-person prayer meeting each Thursday night at 7. This week's focus is on revival, with two passages and a prayer from the Book of Common Prayer to reflect on. You can look up, I won't cover it here, Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 through 14, and we are going to look at Luke chapter 11 verses 14 through 28. Today we're going to be reflecting on the power of Jesus to set us free and the power that he invites us to own and engage with and live in ourselves. Let's read this passage together. Luke chapter 11 verses 14 to 28. Now he was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone, the mute man spoke, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He casts out demons by Beelzebub, the prince of demons, while others, to test him, kept seeking from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste, and a divided household falls. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebub. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are safe. But when one stronger than he attacks him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted, and he divides his spoil. Whoever is not with me is against me, and whoever does not gather with me scatters. When the unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through the waterless places seeking rest, and finding none, it says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. As he said these things, a woman in the crowd raised her voice and said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breasts at which you nursed. But he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. What a passage. There is a lot there, and there is a lot in this passage that we are not going to address today. This passage is a demonstration of Jesus' life-giving power. He casts out a demon, and then he pivots an accusation about himself into a powerful teaching about the kingdom of God coming into this world. And basically, throughout this passage, he says, if you see the power that I am working in, and you can't explain it any other way than coming from God, then you must respect the authority as I teach you about God's kingdom. Now, as I said, we're going to skip warnings about exorcism and backsliding into possession again, and instead we're going to reflect mostly on the last two verses of this passage. Jesus does all of this and teaches all of this and warns all of this, and then a woman cries out from the crowd, Blessed is the mother that raised you. Jesus, your mom did such a great job, 
She must be so proud of you. Can she give us all parenting tips so our kids can be like you and have power like you and teach like you? Who do I give credit to and how do I point to them and be like, great gold star up on the fridge? And Jesus replies, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Now, this might be a clever reference Jesus is making to Luke chapter 2, verse 19, that Mary, his mother, as she's being referred already in this passage, kept the words of the angels and treasured them in her heart. He might be referring back to that. But more so, I believe it's an intentional pivot from Jesus to remind us his power is not about himself alone. Jesus doesn't want us to take his miracles and his teaching and his presence and character and treat them as something that is observed and appreciated. Rather, he wants his presence, his power, his teaching to be something that is lived and lived out in and through us. Revival is a word that brings with it a lot of baggage and history. I'm working on a sermon series right now, actually, in the future, as an attempt to better understand it. But I do believe that a part of revival is beginning to see the power of God not as something to observe, but as something to participate in and something to seek actively. Jesus casts a demon out. Jesus teaches with authority. Jesus introduces us to the beauty of the kingdom of God. And then when we say, bless you, God, because of your power, he says, You will be blessed if you see my power and enter into it. Let's enter into a moment of prayer and invite in this idea of revival into our lives. I'm going to lead us in a reading from the Book of Common Prayer for today. We petition you, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of our humble servants and stretch forth the right hand of your majesty to be our defense against all our enemies through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As we reflect on the power of God as seen in his son, Jesus, I want to encourage you to pray through a few prayer points today and allow these to be your meditative focus. First, let's pray for a move of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That may we gain a greater love for God and a greater desire and hunger to see his kingdom come. Next, pray for a move of the Holy Spirit among your family and friends May our relationships be strengthened and restored. And let's see love and grace abound in our communities to one another. Pray for a move of the Holy Spirit in his church, in his bride, that we would see people passionately following God and worshiping him. And finally, pray for a move of the Holy Spirit in the world, 
that we would see people come to know and love God across this globe and that we would see our planet, all the people who live on it, look more like Jesus and live more fully into the kingdom of heaven. And I invite you to join with us as we pray for revival, new life in Jesus this season of Lent. And now may God bless you and may the peace of Jesus rest on you this week.